Okay, reminder of, for those just come in, please turn off your cell phones. Uh, no video uh, from your cell phones, and we'll have a statement from Coach Schlossnagel and then open it up for questions for the student athletes. Jim, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, first of all, congratulations, University of Texas, for uh, an awesome season. Uh, I want to specifically uh, congratulate Austin Todd. I mean, uh, been a part of competing against that young man for six years now between TCU and Texas A&M. What, 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 he's, what he's done with his career is just a uh, emblematic of um, everything that college baseball and college athletics and uh, being a student athlete, as far as I know, um, sh should be about. And we, of course, we have a lot of guys like that too, but I'm a big fan of his and the fact that he's back in that ball game, hitting the middle of the lineup for his team in the College World Series is, is pretty awesome. So uh, excited for our team to get to continue to play. Uh, Micah was great. Thought I didn't think we helped him out very much, but he battled. He just kept moving on to the next pitch. Um, and Werner and JT, continue to get big hits for us. So uh, we're excited to have a day off and then get back at it. Okay, questions for the student athletes and we can start right up here. Micah, kind of going back to what Coach Schlossnagel said, Zach please, Taylor. Please give 16, us your name in it. Yep, Zach Taylor, 1620 WTAW. Um, kind of going back to what Coach Schlossnagel said about battling. What was it after that second inning that really kind of turned the tide for you out there on the mountain? Um, I feel like I performed about the same. I mean, after the first inning, I knew I had my stuff. Um, I knew that it was going to be effective. And it just, um, it was really all about sticking to our game plan and not, not getting too out of myself and just um, sinking to our training, like we say. Um, but, you know, stuff just turned around after the second inning. So um, we made some really good plays behind me. Um, There's some unfortunate things to happen, but. Uh, I mean, it was just sticking to us, really. Back over here. Mark Garland, Mark. CWS 247. Jordan, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your teammates' approach at the plate today and being able to get deep into those counts and then continue to win battles? So me and my teammates have had the same approach all season. We just keep going one pitch at a time. And if we, end, if we get a hit, great. If we don't, put on a lot of pitches on the pitcher, make him make, him make pitches. and. Just pass the bat along to the next guy behind you and have trust in them. Okay, we have it in the back here. Ryan Bronner's your Texas Ags. JT, what happened? The ball to right center with, with you and, and Brett uh, on that play, and then you know playing behind a, a, a pitching staff that was really in rhythm and throwing strikes today, how much did that make it really easy on you all in the later innings? Uh, it was good. I mean, the ball in right center, just some miscommunication. I wasn't loud enough. There's a big crowd out there. And it was, it was great having our staff behind us. You know, they worked their butts off all year for us. And glad that we could help them today. OK, we'll go over here first with Mitch. Mitch Davis, MitchDavisShow.com. Guys, talk about playing Texas. Obviously, that environment was pretty awesome. Talk about beating them and beating your arch rival to advance on into College World Series. Um, it's a lot of fun. But uh, at the end of the day, it's really just playing the game and playing a, a nameless opponent. But there is a little extra um, umph behind everything, especially when it's Texas, because um, if you just look at the fan bases, there's, there's a lot of like genuine hate um, between each other. So <laughs> we kind of feed off of it. It's a lot of fun. We respect them. They're a great ball club. But yeah, there, it's, there's a little more, um, I don't know, competition. Yeah, just I don't know what to say. But yeah, it's fun. OK, here we go. 
Jordan Jared running 24-7 sports, four ones and four hits um, in the bottom of the second inning. Was there anything particular y'all were able to do, um, you know, just in that bottom of the second to chase Gordon out of the second inning? Uh, I mean, I think we just collectively, we just put up, put together great at-bats, just kept making him make pitches, and we took the balls and hit the strikes. I mean, nothing more he can do. Okay. Uh, ben Peck, KX, uh, for <clears throat> Micah and Jordan, after that second inning, what was kind of your, I guess, your – Psyche after that, especially, you know, the way the Oklahoma game went, um, you guys give up two runs but limited a lot of damage that could have been done. Just kind of what was your mindset, knowing obviously how good of an offense you guys have, kind of how those two innings played out? Um, I mean, it's really about just limiting the damage and keeping crooked numbers off the scoreboard. Um, Coach Schlossnagel came up to me after the first inning, um, you know, just encouraging me, saying, way to limit the damage, you know, we got you. Um, just keep doing you. And so that gives me a lot of confidence. And obviously our offense is incredible. And so I know that one or two runs isn't going to be the end of the world for us. So I just know I just got to keep going out there and compete. Okay, Olin. Yeah, Olin Buchanan, Tex Hags. Uh, Micah, could you – obviously had a, a strong performance. But then could you speak to the performance that Jacob had to come in and, uh, and relieve you in that inning and – you know, get out of it without any any runs coming across. I mean, it's exactly what we needed, and more honestly, I mean, that that inning could change around the whole game. Um, I think it was bases loaded uh, with one of the best hitters in the country up to bat, and just for him to attack him, fastball, fastball, just showing no fear at all. It, it it's inspiring to our staff, and it's something that isn't just going to affect this game. We're going to be able to um, use that momentum and just learn from it uh, for the following games. Keep back here. Hey, Micah, uh, Max Olson from The Athletic. Um, what was it like to just be back on this stage um, and, and coming from Texas Tech? And, and just what's your experience been like playing with this club? Um, it's super exciting, and I'm blessed to be able to, you know, play with this club. Um, I love this team. I love the staff. It's just, uh, you know, it's one of those things that you never really truly think that um, – you know, you're going to get the chance again. And um, the fact that I did get the chance with, with all these guys and um, just the staff supporting me, it, it's something I'll forever be thankful for. Okay, Travis. Travis Brown, Brian Call Station Eagle. Jordan, uh, nine RBIs through the last couple weeks of, of, of play here. Uh, I know the two home runs. What, what's been different? What, what have you done the last couple weeks that's kind of caused that little bit of a, a spark late? Uh, Personally, I don't think I changed anything. I just think I, I was, I've been putting together great at bats. I feel like all year, and it's finally starting to pay off. All, all my hits to right at people and stuff like that, and they're all finally starting to drop for me. Okay, guys, congratulations. We'll see you on Tuesday. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Reminder: the locker rooms are closed, and we will. You can check with uh, Thomas, Dick, and the. Aggie SID staff, if you have any other requests. Thank you. Start, start with Travis and then Nolan. Travis Brown, Brian College Station Eagle. Uh, coach, the 12-pitch the at bat with, with Trevor, is, is that – how have you seen that kind of develop into his game where he, he can get that deep and, and how important was that to, um, to, to the ultimate outcome? Well, obviously, it's important. Two out hitting was a big part of the game. You know, it's a big part of the reason we lost uh, the other day. We gave up seven runs with two outs. So 
pitching defense and timely hitting is what you're looking for. Um, we knew Werner, you know, throughout the fall and going into the season, if he was healthy, he does a really good job of knowing the difference between a ball and a strike. Now he swung at ball four several times in that at bat, but he's normally, you know, he doesn't swing and miss much. And he hasn't had the at bats everybody else had because he's had so many injuries this year. But I, I believe he's an SEC player of the year type candidate next year um, if we can get him back. But he, it certainly was a big hit today. And he made a couple really nice plays as well. Olin? Well, I was going to, I guess, follow that up with a couple things, Coach. First of all, um, do you fit, would you look at that at bat and kind of that uh, feel like that's kind of a microcosm of what your season has been and that one at bat? And then I was just going to ask about Palish and your – uh, your decision to bring him in, yeah, and why at that point? Yeah, I mean, I mean, our that's been our offense all year. I looked at Danny in the uh, the ESPN, Danny in the or dugout, and said, "I hope you get paid by the hour because you're gonna be here for a while." Uh, between these two teams, and, and especially our offense, we play some long games. And uh, but uh, yeah, Palish. I mean, that was easy, super easy decision. I mean, that's our games in question, our seasons in doubt, and. You got to go to him right there. Uh, Faltine uh, uh, um, actually handles right-handed pitching better than he handles left-handed pitching, so that was the thought process. And I knew Kennedy was coming up soon, um, so that would be a better matchup. You know, they're all right-handed for the most part. So, but that's our that, that was our best guy at that time. Kind of kicking myself, I should have taken him out with two outs and nobody on in the eighth against uh, before Hodo came up. I was trying to limit his pitches, um, but other than that, you know, he did an awesome job. I think. The story, story of the game, other than us, is we made pitches to Melendez. I mean, it's first and third, nobody out, and he's up in the, in the first inning. And then I think the next time he's up, or the th third time he's up, the bases are loaded. So you, it's Golden Spikes winner, and you know we ex executed pitches against him, and he's a great hitter, going to have an awesome career. Um, but that was a massive part of the game. Okay, Zach. Zach right here. Okay, go back. Uh, ben Pat KX, uh, happy Father's Day, by the way, Coach. Thank you. Um, Same to y'all. With uh, Micah, kind of talked about it, feeding off the fan base. Just what, what's it like to for the team? You think to you know get a win here for the first time since 1993? So uncharted territory for a lot of Aggie fans, a lot of new Aggie fans, and uh, obviously to do it against Texas. Yeah, I mean, I think that's great for the fans. You know, obviously, you know, I haven't been at Texas A&M long enough to. I mean, I, I know it's a big deal. I'm, I'd rather win a national title, you know? And so um, if that comes at the expense of winning the game against Texas or whomever, then that's great. I don't want to downplay it, but I think those things are more for the fans uh, than they are for, for um, the players and coaches. If we, if we get into that, that kind of thought process, then we're going to be, you know, having a different mindset in one game than we are in another game. I mean, I would have rather beaten Oklahoma, to be honest with you, and be 1-0 and playing a night game. It's, it's a little cooler at night. But um, – <laughs> But no, I mean, it's, yeah, I get it. I get it. And it's fun. It's fun to hear the fans going back and forth. It's fun, you know, to have the alma maters sung or the war hymn, you know, on one side and the, you know, whatever they call it on that side. I, I mean, that's great. You, you, you don't see that a lot of places. And so to bring that to Omaha is pretty, is pretty awesome. Zach, do you have something? Yeah. Okay. Zach Taylor with WTAW. Coach, in a format like this, though, how much thinking, how much process goes throughout the game and saying, we want to have a guy like Polish out there as long as possible, but we also want to be able to save our bullpen. I mean, how much back and forth does that go on your mind during the dugout? A lot, a lot. When you get it to 9-2, 8-2, you know, but you respect. One big part of today's game is the wind blowing in from center and right field. 
And so if we could just keep the ball in the outer half of the plate and have them hit it into the wind, um, I think the ball would get out down the left field line, but it wasn't going to get out the center or right. Um, so we want those strike throwers in there. But there's no doubt, you know, I'm sitting over there thinking, how can I save pitches? And, and because we know we're going to need Palace and we get one more day of rest. And I think after that, we got to play a lot of games in, in a row. So it's going to take everybody to, to get, you know, to get on to the next game. Okay. Kendall up here. Kendall, Kendall Rogers, D1 Baseball. Uh, Jim, what are you kind of seeing from Micah the last three weeks? He's obviously throwing a lot better. It's kind of interesting, though. I mean, he's not getting past the fifth, but he's giving you five pretty good innings each yeah. start. Yeah, I mean, if we, if, we played, if we weren't the worst defending team in this College World Series, we had him going deeper into the game. I mean, it's brutal. Some of that's himself, too, by the way. Um, it's just more confident. You know, he's th he was throwing his fastball today more than, you know, he normally throws a few more breaking balls than he does. Uh, he was throwing his fastball and he's throwing it down. So I, th I think that's been a big difference. Uh, he's got to have his fastball down. And when his fastball's down and in the strike zone or close to the strike zone, then he'll get the chases on the breaking ball. Um, but, but more than anything, I think the Florida game in the SEC tournament really just got him, got, kind of got his swagger back. You know, we kind of lost, he had lost that. And, and it's not power stuff, so it needs to be power demeanor and big body language. And um, I'm hoping Nathan Detmer sat over there and watched, and watched what that looked like, because we need that out of him as well. But to me, it's just more mindset uh, than it is anything. Okay, Ryan. Ryan Brodinger, Tex Ags. Coach, do you think Dylan Rock's getting closer? I thought he had some good swings today. And then what's the plan pitching-wise going forward? Have you made a decision on a game three starter? No, I have not made a decision on game three starters. I mean, I want to watch these guys play a little more. Uh, haven't done as much research on Notre Dame as I need to, so I'll get to, to watch that little bit of that tonight and then have a lot of time tomorrow to do so. Uh, I, yeah, I think Rock's taking better swings. His last, next, what, last two at-bats, he hit a, hit a ball to right field, stayed on the baseball really well, and then took a walk against – or hit by pitch maybe against uh, Morehouse. Um, so, yeah, you know, I mean, I, again, they call it an average for a reason. So, he, you know, he's due. So I, I anticipate him having a great game next time. Okay, Mitch. Coach, Mitch Davis from MitchDavisShow.com. Just a quick follow-up. Coach, how do you manage the team and in, in the environment that that was? Because obviously guys are fired up, the fans are fired up. How, what kind of approach do you do to coming to that Texas game? Also, how do you, uh, how do you feel about them coming to the SEC and making the SEC all that much better in a couple of years? Well, I mean, I think when we played earlier in the year in front of the second largest crowd ever at Dish Falk, I mean, no disrespect to Omaha, but it, it's a lot tougher to win there than, than here, you know, because there's more, more fans. We, we had more fans rooting for us, and they didn't have as many rooting against us. But, um, and you play in the SEC, you know, they, you play in the SEC every weekend. You, this is, no, again, no disrespect to Omaha, but it's, it, this is, it, it's like that almost every weekend, almost everywhere you go. So, and that's obviously something I'm experiencing for the first year. Um, well, uh, the SEC, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, I mean, it can only, it's only going to get better. <laughs> I mean, it's only going to get more, it's only going to get tougher. Uh, but uh, it is, I, I watched David's press conference with you guys, and, and I mean, this is the golden era of college baseball. I, I truly believe that. And it's only going to get better when you have more scholarships, more, uh, hopefully more coaches, uh, more programs committing at a high level. I hope that's not the, at the expense of other people. Um, because I think our game needs to be spread across the country. But uh, when you have a 20-round draft and now you have more scholarships coming, that means there's going to be some awesome, awesome players like a Melendez, you know, like a, like a Troy Claunch that stays in college. Um, for a, it's going to be that way for a really long time. 
Jim, thank you. Yep. Congratulations. We'll yep, see thanks you so much. Tuesday. Yep.